Thank you for listening to Late Night Writers, Episode 7. I'm your host, Kristen Foles, filling in for my daughter, Gretchen. It was such an honor to sit down today with my mom, CEO and founder of Ram Horse Fencing and Stalls, Debbie Disbro. Here with me now is Lucas Pitzenbarger. He is our website and online store manager. Hi, Lucas. Hey. So we all know modern technology impacts our lives more and more every day. So um, in this episode, we discuss different ways to get back to your roots. Horses definitely have a unique way of bringing out our inner calm and have even been linked to improving a child's intelligence. The connection and energy you share with horses teaches invaluable life lessons that really can't be taught digitally. Later, we trot on to Canter Banter, where I am joined by my sister Mindy and her children to ask them what makes life fun. I ask my sister how she balances daily activities with three children, all under eight. So please enjoy! Hi everyone, how are we doing today? Hey Kristen. Hey, how's it going? Good. So today uh, I would, I don't know if anybody knows, but um, Debbie's credentials is what we're going to be talking about as well as uh, Child's Intelligence, um, one of the articles that she wrote. And uh, the credentials of her are you know, you you we always call Dad the innovator, mm-hmm. and then I was mm-hmm. as I was thinking about it, I'm like, you're the author. You yeah, have so. written mm-hmm. so many articles, uh, Lucas. Can you talk about what we would find on the web? I mean, there's an endless trail of articles written by Debbie, <laughs> from our blog to our website. Ask Debbie. Ask Debbie. Yep, that's been in the past where she'll answer any email questions or anything. A lot. Magazines, yeah, yeah, from magazines. the very beginning, yeah, we started off with right writing the um we started off actually with like a trifold flyer actually to begin with, and then went to like a newspaper type of um uh, uh informational you know newspaper that we sent out, and then we went to articles and um, you know, wrote for copy. magazines and all kinds of copy. I mean, you're deep into the hundreds um, of articles lots. written. Like yeah, you're, you for have years. To be approaching a Probably thousands. Thousand years. Years. Yeah, you have to be getting you know, close. a long time. But and anyway, speaking about that, hard I, to remember. The very <laughs> first uh, uh, thing that I found you published in was um, I was looking through old uh, things and you know in the trunk. Yeah, and I found <laughs> your. Um, I found your uh, poems that you had written for high school, and I saw you published in that. Yeah. You, can you tell us a little bit yep. about that? So I think really it was really funny. In school, I, I wasn't the best student, and I really didn't care for... I don't believe that. I, I wasn't. <laughs> no, I, was, I had to work so hard, you know, for any kind of a grade whatsoever. But my junior year in high school, there was a wonderful teacher, Mrs. Hutchinson, who just brought out everything inside of us. Uh, having to do with English. So it was words and sentence structures and um, then also writing. So, you know, of course, in high school, this was way back when they inspired you to want to write poems. So we just started to write these poems and then all of this, you know, just started coming out. You know, kids are sometimes everything just pours out. So that information, um, my parents brought it up to a couple of different people who thought it was was potentially something that would be good and there were like a there was like a young writers um uh group or whatever yeah yep so anyway then there were a couple of things that were put out there and then life just started to get kind of busy and 
went on with life and ended up starting writing for Ram Fence then after that. So and journals. Company. We have we will oh. have many, many mm-hmm. journals to read over what yeah. we did in our lives. Good, bad, yeah. and indifferent. <laughs> Everything. So anybody if you want to journal, I started when I was really young and I just started to write about what was going on in life, you know, and um some people had said to me, you know, I don't know if I would really want to do that because later on in life things change. But you know, I just thought that's a history of us. It's mm-hmm. it's okay. It's all right. Mm-hmm. So I have lots of lots of journals that I've written that are tied up in little bows and things sitting on shelves that the kids are going to get one day. They're probably going to be like, why did you leave this to us? You <laughs> yeah, know, your footprints but have been left everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Yes, trying, to, trying to leave a footprint of some sort. But anyway, yep. So um, that's how it kind of started, and that's where it's come to, a lot of writing. So we, we picked out um, an article that we thought was really interesting for this day and age, and um, you have an interesting perspective on how you were able to write this because you're going from we have such age gaps mm-hmm. between all of us mm-hmm. so even as your daughter mm-hmm. um, I'm your oldest mm-hmm. and between me and Mikey there are nine years yeah. and Mindy's in the middle of that yeah and then I had my children when I was younger yeah. um, and I have uh, 19 or she's 20, 20 now and, and 23. 23 yep and then my sister has yep. a, my nieces and nephew they are Is ages eight. eight yeah, I see. I'm like a grandmother now. <laughs> eight, and seven, and almost, almost four. But four. she'd really like to be she'd six. Like to be six, exactly. <laughs> so, yep. So, so you have ages. a good perspective on writing this article, and it's about the child's intelligence and mm-hmm. and what writing does for children. So I just think, first of all, it's so important. I think that as equestrians, that we would. Um, introduce children and their parents to horses. I, I I feel like we're seeing somewhat of a decrease of, of um, you know, children riding and so forth. And I just think that there's so much benefit in riding. So when I started to do a little bit of uh, research on it, um, I found out quite a bit of information on how r- riding horses really makes a big difference with children and their development level. And I just feel that even if a child isn't able to perhaps maybe have their own horse, that if they get to be able to go to a barn um, and work with horses, the benefit is just is is great. So I have to kind of go back to my article and, and look at my notes. But actually, um, there was a study that was shown about riding horses, um, that it enhances memory. Uh, learning and problem solving for you know children and adults both. So, as old as I am, I still feel like I learn so much. I never stop mm-hmm. learning when I'm around my horses. So it's a wonderful thing. It's just such a good benefit. Um, the other thing that I know that there was a, 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 a research that was done by scientists in, at Tokyo University of Agriculture, and they found out that the vibrations produced by horses while um, being ridden. Um, and, and during those activities actually stimulates a part of our brain, you know, which is the um, sympathetic nervous system. And, and it actually is so helpful to us. So um, even, for example, like children that um, therapeutic riding, um, if children get to get on horses, it simulates walking when children can't walk. And then it also simulates for children that, you know, do can mm-hmm. be active and so forth, though, you know, hits that part of the brain where it really makes a big difference with, um, you know, the sympathetic part of the brain and uh, the development changes with them. So they've they've seen, um, 
you know, big differences from this. I think it's it's wonderful to know that you can just get on a horse or get out on a horse and ride and that it makes that big of a difference in a ch- child's life. So. so let me ask you a question mm-hmm. then, Debbie. Mm-hmm. So um, from a perspective of someone mm-hmm. who's maybe concerned with the safety of their children in riding horses, mm-hmm. what's the risk versus value in teaching your children to ride a horse. Mm-hmm. So, you know, anyone, the thing that I think is most important is um, we as equestrians who have our horses, that any time a new rider gets onto a horse that we want to really be sure that they understand the safety mm-hmm. aspects of it. And so with children with horses, you know, showing them beforehand how to be careful around the horse, what to do, what not to do, where to stand, where not to stand, um, giving them all that basics is so important. And that right there alone even starts to teach them to listen. Um, to to be respectful of the person mm-hmm. that's talking, mm-hmm. and if they if they don't, and I don't mean this, you know, I mean we can tell them you could get hurt, you know, yeah. if you're yeah. if you don't pay attention. Mm-hmm. So the big thing is is that we're teaching them life lessons in order to pay attention, so that you know you understand what to do, so that you will be safe. Mm-hmm. So we start right there with that. So I think it most importantly is that the person who is, you know, working with that child or that person that first time rider, mm-hmm. gives them the baseline of what they need to know around those horses to make it a safe and fun experience. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so the stages of play that you saw in us when we were younger, mm-hmm. and we we got horses, I think I was six years old when we got horses. You had horses previous, but after you were married and had me then at about six years old, we started with the Western riding. And mm-hmm. um, at that time, I don't even know if Atari was out yet. <laughs> so that think it Atari was. was no, it wasn't. He's like Atari. No, it wasn't that Atari. Time. Did you play Atari? Yeah, okay, definitely. this Centipede was before and that. And yeah. Okay, that. so Atari was my like first, you know, game experience, and we yeah. just really we were jealous of the kids in the neighborhood yeah. who had Atari because we deal. we did no. not. We didn't always and have the latest. No, yeah. and funny not. enough, my dad owned an electronics store, and we were the last ones to get everything. Because pretty ironic, yeah. <laughs> I know. It's good for them. Yeah. Oh, that's really what they were doing. Them. They were making things good for us. <laughs> that's right. Um, so Atari, and then when Mikey was probably about the same age, around six ish, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit older. Then we had Nintendo that came, the Wii. That's right. And, um, you know, watching him play those games a little bit here and there. But we lived out on a farm. So he Mm -hmm. was outside mostly. He Mm -hmm. loved to be around the pond and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, anything to do with nature. He's still that way. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, now we're into Xbox. And what's the new, what's the latest and greatest? (laughs) The Xbox? There's, well, there's Xbox One and PlayStation 4. What's the, what's the best one now? Those are probably the top two. The top two. Yeah. We just have a Wii, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Nintendo's kind of its own section, I think. Okay. So, you know, my thoughts are is that I think that there's a place and a time for that, which is really good because I know everything that the children do, there's, you know, technology now, you know, where they learn about computers and so forth. And, and of course, we live in an age of technology. They need well, to now the, the littlest ones have iPads and, and yeah, they play on phones. And yeah. it's a completely different thing than yeah. just a, you know, gaming system on the TV. Well, yeah. I'm sure. What was your first, what was your age when you got your first phone? Oh, I was, it was just one of the flip phones mm-hmm. and not even a flip just phone. Just a few months ago. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm can, just kidding. Can you put some minutes on it, please? No. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. And um, I think I was 23. Yeah. 23. 23. Mm-hmm. And so I, I got my first phone when I was probably around 12, 13. Oh, my. And there was a flip phone as well with the minutes on it, the track phones. Yeah. Um, wow. 
but you have to think now what kids are getting phones handed to them at two, three, yes. like play this That's, game, yeah. but they're watch the show. I need you to be quiet. So there's positives mm-hmm. and negatives to both sides because there are. you have access to the internet and trivia games and all these other learning devices. Absolutely. But at the same mm-hmm. time, it's mm-hmm. limiting you from nature and yeah. being outside. Mm-hmm. So finding a way to split that difference. Yeah. I think balance is the key. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if if you know that your children are, you know, you, you just know that they're spending more time on these devices and things like that. If there's any way that they can do something where they get outside and play, I know they don't want to sometimes, but... Um, coming up with some little creative ideas to get them outside. But then again, we go back to the horses. You know, it's one of those things where if you uh, can go visit a horse farm or if you have your barn, mm-hmm. you encourage those children to go out with you, be it that you're feeding horses, whatever the case may be. Because the other side of it is, too, is that when you're giving them instructions, they need to follow the instructions. They, you know, are also mm-hmm. doing things where they're lifting buckets or hay or whatever, which is good for them physically, um, you know, in, in even just development that way. I mean, they gain strength. Um, the fresh air just does such a good thing for everybody, you know, and then just being around the horses. I think everybody knows that after you've been out in the barn with the horses for just a little bit, you come back in and you just feel so relaxed. Well, there's also research that's been done that the horses also produce um, such a, a an energy, uh, an energy flow that surrounds them, mm-hmm. that when you're actually around those horses, and, and I, I'm sorry, I don't have a specific reference to go to this, but, you know, that you start to, though, pick up, like, on that horse's energy, and your heart rate, your heartbeat can even follow and mm-hmm. mimic the horse's heart rate because of the energy. But what it does is it's just so calming, So Mm -hmm. very, very calming. And I think for any child or children that also you're looking for something to where maybe they played on the um, digital games and they get a little wound up. Mm -hmm. If you take them out to the barn, they have to listen to what you're saying and um, then follow instructions. And uh, I think just the whole realm of the barn, the um, energy of the horses and so forth makes such a big difference of, of them becoming relaxed and just life lessons, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. the hard part about being in the barn, the the sides of it, you know, well, where maybe they see foals that are born, raised, um, mm-hmm. they see life. Um, you know, the other hard side was even with you kids, we had horses for a long, long time and kept them, you know, until they were quite old. There's a time when, you know, they, they pass on. Yeah. So they learn life lessons, too, that they can deal with. Um, you know, um, the kids on the school bus um, all saw life lessons with two horses that liked each other. Go mm-hmm. on. Yeah, they were kind of sweethearts, so <laughs> they we were won't s- go into that. But <laughs> well, Kristen no, wants to bring that. It was no, really, no, we don't it was really embarrassing. Kristen can talk yeah, about it. She wants to. Well, horses can be sweethearts. We will leave it to their imagination. <laughs> but yes, yeah, all well, those kids on the school bus were very happy with each other. Yeah. But they they were you know. But those are things that you learn. The whole school bus might, or maybe you with just your friends. You know. But those are the life lessons that are learned. Talk well, about too. embarrassing, though. So, yeah, <laughs> but I that was good Kristen, for me to be humbled. It was okay. I needed that. I think so. And then you know, it's just it's just life. You yeah. know, it's just life. And if um, our our children need to understand that's not just a, a screen. It's not just push a button. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's so much more than that. And they can gain so much through. Uh, like I said, being in my other good side is is that you know there are specific chores. You know, and cleaning a stall. 
You know, I mean, it takes some time and effort, takes some patience and practice. Um, but, you know, how how long can a child just stick with maybe cleaning that stall or even mm-hmm. an adult? You know, I've heard many of my friends say that when they're cleaning the stall, it's when they have time to just think. Mm-hmm. And it's just that time where it's just, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So how often do the children get that even? So I think that's that's very important as well. Um I'm trying to think of what else. Um, I would say, I would mm-hmm. say, like as kids that we had chores. You know, I felt like sometimes they were maybe your horses. That we had some of our own horses sometimes, but mm-hmm. you know, they were. When I was younger, it was you had this passion. You know, and mm-hmm. I don't know how much I would have. I my dad came from the city. I think mm-hmm. I was more city oriented, and so. Mm-hmm. Um, Chores were important. We had a lot to learn, and there were times that we didn't get to do school functions, you know, because mm-hmm. we had to do chores. Mm-hmm. And when you get older, you appreciate those things. You don't appreciate them no. at the time. No, I'm sure mm-hmm. I gave you a lot of That's grief okay. over those things. Right. But um, And now the passion has now become mine, too. It's important mm-hmm. to me um, where I never thought I would have the passion for the horses that I do now, but it did. It, and it's very calming. And it, your barn is one of the cleanest barns I've mm-hmm. ever seen. Um, the kids when they come over that's one of the first things she does is you, if you want to be with the horses you get to clean first yep. feet yeah. are clean feet are clean yep yeah. one of the two or, or <laughs> you know um, and it sounds funny too we have some little chickens as well and the kids love the chickens and um you know, just just being, just standing and letting them look at the chickens or get the eggs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then they can take those eggs and then they can eat those eggs. You know, I mean, it's just learning that, yeah. you know, um, just little life lessons and things like that are so good. But, and to see them in um, this busy, busy world, sit down yeah. and watch a horse mm-hmm. or sit down and look at the chickens and mm-hmm. just take a break from all of that. Mm-hmm. They can be in a, you know, in a wild mood and then you take them out there and it mm-hmm. there is something so calming about that. I think the other side is is that if there's anything in the way of I know um children do a lot of sports mm-hmm. now travel mm-hmm. sports mm-hmm. sports that's a lot I know parents are busy on weekends and um weekdays mm-hmm. with the sports and things like that which is which is wonderful but I also know too that if there's any time that can be spent with horses say they do even some small small horse shows small things mm-hmm. um they will learn like camaraderie with other other people their own age, perhaps, if somebody forgets something, oh, here, you can borrow mine or whatever, mm-hmm. or somebody goes into that class and there's first, second, third place and participation ribbon. I mean, when we were little, we were thrilled if we got a green ribbon. It was a participation ribbon. We were thrilled, though, because yeah. we had earned it. So it, there's a lot to be earned for the places of just small shows even that, you know, a little bit of work, a little bit of time with your horse or whatever, and that bond that you have with them, you can gain a lot, you know. And and even for the the children or even myself, you know, when I didn't get the ribbon, Mm -hmm. the kids that all said, hey, you did a good job, you know, my 4-H leader, whoever would say, you did Mm -hmm. a good job, you know, and and you gave it the the oomph, the go, you you got out Mm -hmm. there. Those are the things that help a child grow up well and strong, um, so that they don't have to run into things later on in life where it's like hits them mm-hmm. so hard that they didn't get exactly what they wanted. So let me ask you this then. Mm-hmm. Um, so say like an inner city kid who has interest or passion yeah. mm-hmm. in riding or learning how to ride or mm-hmm. just has interest in horses mm-hmm. in general, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what kind of advice would you give to them to even you know get their feet in the water, get started? How, like where's the first step? Well, I think that 
first of all, I, I don't know, you know, who that child would be able to speak with, but if they could talk to find or find out about their local 4-H group, it might mm-hmm. be something where they could even get involved. 4-H has things that children can do even in the way of like, be it um, sewing, um, plants, canning. I'm trying to think of all the other different things. There's so many Fashion things everybody design. probably out there saying yeah. a, a million different things, you know, <laughs> that a child could get into. Cooking. Mm-hmm. But when you even get involved in that, if you get to go to a county fair, if they're able to do that, they would see the livestock and so forth. And then even just saying that, you know, as a, if they're if they're at an age where they could ask someone, how can I get involved in 4-H? Is there someone mm-hmm. that has some animals that I could even see to 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 look at? Um, you know, that's one way. So the other way would be is that um, inner city is tough because sometimes they don't always have the people to reach out to. But even mm-hmm. if the teachers hear the children speaking, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that they could find a farm maybe where that child could go and experience some of the, the hands-on working. Mm-hmm. You know, fill up some water buckets, fill up the buckets in the in the stall, whatever the case may be. So my thought is it's for little ones, oh, my goodness, the teachers, the, the coaches, the the 4-H leaders, the um, whoever's out there around the children, inner cities a, a little little tougher because I think sometimes the country isn't in the city. But just to tell those children that there there are things out there that they mm-hmm. can get involved with, mm-hmm. and so just by starting somewhere and having someone you know notice that, getting them involved somewhere in 4-H or whatever the case may be, could get them started into some kind of a um, you know, whatever it is that they enjoy the most, but it, it helps them so much. And if 4-H isn't an option, I mean, if it's a passion inside of you, mm-hmm. you will find a way to make this happen. So there are books, plenty of books. Well, you can Google That's, anything anymore. Yeah. Right. But if you, the more you learn about the horses, by the time that you're able to get a job, you have a car, yeah. you will find a barn. Yeah. You will <laughs> Then you will have all of the knowledge because you've read or you've looked at things, you know, before you, before you go off and... and go on that journey i'm telling you if they're horse people are they're just they they're passionate they're, it's different than anything Debbie, you have a horse book <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i have lots of horse books <laughs> so you know even thinking about from the standpoint of you know children in school we're going to go kind of regress a little bit but mm-hmm. then if they can get into the library and they mm-hmm. are able to use a computer they can start to look up horses mm-hmm. they can look up animals they can start to learn their resources from that and then from there go out further to find where mm-hmm. their passion lies as they get a little older and and follow that passion and get into um, animals and that my mm-hmm. hope and desire is is that for the people the adults that have the horses the animals that you find just a person, be it you know a, a, a family, a little family that has children, come on out, visit us, mm-hmm. come see our horses, or someone from um, an association that they're with, a group or whatever, and they know of somebody that would would not have a chance to do this, that they would just offer to say, you know, come out and see the horses that we have or whatever. That way it starts to grow. But if we don't do this, I think we're really losing something that mm-hmm. is so important, an important part of children's, um, you know, growing up. Mm-hmm. Because the um, majority of people that I've talked to who have, you know, were younger and got involved with animals and from the beginning taught with, with knowledge to be able to know how to be safe and so mm-hmm. forth, grew up with that and loved it, loved the experiences that they had. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of people working for us that have horses or have been around horses, uh, showed and 
um, you know, that you can tell there there's something about them. I mean, they have learned those lessons mm-hmm. in the barn. Mm-hmm. So very much so. Yep. And and we know that as equestrians, those of you that are listening, some of our best lessons are learned in the barn. Sometimes it's when our when it's by ourselves, or sometimes when it's with other people or someone that has taught us that's better than us. That's how we've learned. And um, what a wonderful thing to offer to a child that. Uh, maybe doesn't have parents that have mm-hmm. time to be able to spend with them or, um, you know, whatever it is, if you know a little family that would like to, to see horses. Mm-hmm. And so horses aren't the only thing that kids can no. do. I mean, there's no. music. Uh, what did you do when you were in school, Lucas? I mean, I played sports as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I was big into art, sports, oh. art, okay, music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Were you involved in anything else? In school, besides the you, you had horses. I'm trying to think, I had horses from the time I was five. I mean, at show and tell, I took my horse to school mm-hmm. because I wanted to. I first time I took my saddle in to show and tell about my saddle. The second time, my teacher let me ride my horse over, and I did show and tell <laughs> with my horse. Rode my horse back mm-hmm. home. I mean, I was just passionate about horses. So, I'm trying to think of what else. Um, I, I can't think of anything else flute. other than, yeah, I did. Yep. Music. And mm-hmm. then, and you're writing and then writing, you know, actually learning how to write mm-hmm. as I got older. Um, and, and really, you know, kind of that teacher, here's a person who, you know, just started something with me, you know, bless her heart. And, uh, never really knew probably what it ended up being one day that I'd be writing more than what I am and so forth. You know, that just sparked that little, little spark that started, you know, that grew mm-hmm. into something more. So, um, so much that children can do other than just the digital thing too. So, yeah, there's, I mean, you have to utilize both your left brain and your right brain, mm-hmm. you know, spark that creativity in your life, yeah. get out, get outside, be active or mm-hmm. learn about what you want, what you want to learn about. Yeah. And the parents find out too. I think sometimes they can, our parents can get in such a rut. And, you know, just to get outside a little bit and get in the fresh air with their mm-hmm. children, take take the children out or go someplace and go see something like that. It helps the parents too. You know, mm-hmm. it's good for them as well. So, you know, it's good all the way around. So we picked one article that we really enjoyed because of this day and age right, that we're in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, are there other articles mm-hmm. that you did mm-hmm. that you uh, enjoyed uh, writing? So this one was called Horse Riding Could Improve Your Child's Intelligence, which we know it can. Um, there was another one that we did like not too long ago. Was it a few years ago? It was um, about Miss Mert. Uh, Miss Mert was an 80, 80. It was her 80th birthday. Old, okay, an 80-year-old woman that wanted to ride again at our great Oak Openings Metro Park. And uh, you had talked to her daughter that mm-hmm. was talking about that it was a bucket list item that Miss Mert had that she wanted to ride again because she was a rider. She mm-hmm. was a good, good rider. And so we wrote about that adventure for her birthday that she got to to ride her horse mm-hmm. she did she did one last time and went she to was the, park. the sweetest thing so if you look that article up mm-hmm. uh she just she was dressed to the hilt mm-hmm. ready to you know get a, she hopped on that horse she and she just rode. took off she wrote she wrote i want to well. be like that when i'm 80 <laughs> me too i do too as well you know i mean there's several different i'd, I'd love to invite people to read the articles that are on our website our right horse blog our horse it's, blog. Um, it's all on the all right okay yep. from on the website you can find it under your, your horse farm. Farm. Com. that's our that's mm-hmm. our horse blog mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then several articles are there um 
And then, um, oh. and those are now written by contributors. So mm-hmm. I would say that the bulk of everything that you've done is probably 90 to 95%, uh, all the way through until this last year where we've started to have some mm-hmm. contributors to help you, mm-hmm. which has probably mm-hmm. been a relief for you. But in this, at the same time, you're still writing. I am writing a lot. In mm-hmm. fact, an awfully lot. Yes. <laughs> so there, I'm still writing articles. Um, I, I write for a magazine and then, um, uh, you know, I've written for other magazines in the past and so forth. And then, um, still write for the company, our copy for the company, anything that's in our catalog or from environment planning guides and so forth. And then, um, uh, you know, I mean, who knows? Maybe later on I'll be able to write something else, maybe a good book or two. So yeah. I'm sure not you gonna, will. not going to let the cat out of the bag just yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, we will be taking a short break. When we get back, we will go into our next segment, Canter Banter. Do you love horses and live the equestrian lifestyle? Be sure to check out our brand new blog at www.yourhorsefarm.com. We publish three posts per week and feature a free printable equine checklist every month. YourHorseFarm.com is a great equine online resource, so be sure to share with all the horse lovers in your life. And remember, laugh much and ride often. Our next segment, Cancer Banter, is brought to you by Ram Horse Fencing and Stalls, the one-stop shop for your horse farm. Ram is family-owned and operated and has been in business for over 30 years. We welcome you to call in and speak with an expert about your next project today at 866-653-8984. Again, that's 866-653-8984. And we're back, and I'm here with my sister Mindy and her three kids, and my mom, who the kids call Baca, myself they call Aunt Kiki, I'm Kristen, and who do we have here? Charlie. And how old are you? Eight. And you? Naomi. And how old are you? Seven. And Anna? How old are you? Three. You're three, almost four. So my birthday comes in March. That's right. So you just came back from school. School's done. What was your favorite part of today? Um, Did you have gym class or? I library, which I liked because I, um, I got a book that I I have always wanted, and um, like one time at school there was this place in the library where you could buy books and it was in there but now it's in the library you can read but so I got that book. What book is that? Darth Vader and his Ooh, son. Really cool. What about you Naomi? Um, I liked that we did art today. You had art today. Nice. What did you do in art? Um, Like we had a white paper and we had a crayon and we had to draw snowflakes and then there were these um like ice cubes and they were different colors and we could put that over and then you could see it Ooh, that sounds really cool anna did you have school today come over here for a minute what'd you do at school today you have to talk in the microphone right here come talk did you have a craft, or uh, did you color today? No. Please. What book did you read? Do you remember? We read it in the car, too. Yes, it's called... Chicka, Chicka. I remember that Is it one. Chicka, Chicka, Boom, Boom? It is. <laughs> nice. And what did you make at school today? Um, 
I made a coconut tree. That's right, a coconut tree. So if I had to ask you, Anna, what would you like to do better? Would you like to take a walk? Would you like to read a book? Uh, Take a walk. You'd like to take a walk. And what about you, Charlie? You're cracking your fingers. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what would you like to do, Charlie? Would you like to take a walk, read a good book, or ride a bike? If you had your choice. Ride a bike. Ride a bike. And what about you, Nene? Ride a bike. Ride a bike. Favorite things to do. Um, so if you could um, tell me, what's your favorite horse? My favorite horse. Little Miss Muffin. Little Miss Muffin. Ah. Mm-hmm. Dandy. Anna, who's, who's your, your favorite horse? horse? Um, Grayson. Grayson. He's so he's a big horse. He's not a little horse, right? Only Miss Muffin is. Miss Muffin's a little horse. Yeah. And I'm bigger than Miss Muffin. I'm bigger than her. <laughs> <laughs> So, video games seem to be the big thing now, right? Yep. yep. For me. Yes. For you. And, and Mindy, how do you balance the time with uh, screen time, video games, and, and doing activities with the kids? Um, I try to keep them really busy. I, I'm not a big fan of all of the video games and a lot of screen time. So, we do a lot of outside activities. We... Um, are able to be up on Lake Erie a lot, and we get to walk the beach there. Uh, we do. Uh, we have a um, Oak Openings Park right here that we go to. We just went there yesterday and walked around the Mallard Lake and played on the playground. Do you want them? Hold on. <laughs> Losing my train of thought here. Can you hear? Yeah. Anna, what do you like about being on Lake Erie, on the water? Uh, I like swimming. Swimming? And Naomi, what do you like All about right. it? We I like the I like the sea glass and I like to play with the sand. Nice. nice. The thing about I like about it is... Um, when it was in December, and um, I would go out, and I have this little, I have a, um, what was it? In December? Yeah, when I was at Eric's. What was it? What did you do? The rollerblades? No, or? I had the thing. The uh, railroad. Oh, the thing. spike from yeah. the, yeah, it came up, washed up on the beach. From the lake. And, oh, and like a railroad tie? A spike. Like the big nail, like a big spike. Railroad and, spike. Uh, and a lot of times ice um, forms on the beach and then I start hitting it with the with the, um, nail. Mm-hmm. It's like a big giant nail. Yeah. Yeah, he has mm-hmm. a lot of fun uh, in the sand and yeah. right now there's a lot of ice. And, and also... Snow. Um... In the summer, when it was warm enough, me and Anna, we would, um, like, we would get back 
and then um, whenever waves would come, we'd, we'd just let go and let it let us wash in shore. We kept mm. doing that for a little while. But I do, I do give them uh, time because I know even at school they do a lot with different educational sites um, online and have laptops that they use at school. Um, they have little Nintendo DSs that were your girls. Yeah. And um, so they have a few little games on there, but it's something that, um, you know, we, I try not to do too much of that with them. I think yeah. um, it's better for them to be in the fresh air and active. And, and we're actually, speaking of being active, we're actually on our way to gymnastics and ninja tonight. And that's another thing that the kids are really enjoying right now. And it's great that they get to be so active during these cold months, especially um, soon. Charlie will start in soccer and then baseball after that. And just have a lot of fun things um, we try to do. What's your favorite? Go ahead, Mom. Do you guys like to play outside? Yes. Yes. Do you like to be out by the horses? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. What's your favorite thing about being at the barn? Um, seeing all the horses. Um. What about the chickens? Do you guys like the chickens? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, um, when we were at Baca's new house, we, um, we would go into the chicken coop and we would try to pick them up. (laughs) And you get, what would you get from the... And we would also get eggs, too. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. And do you remember taking Little Miss Muffin with her wagon? Mm-hmm. Do you remember that, Anna, when we took Little Miss Muffin in her wagon and drove her around? The weather gets warm. Around yep. here? Yeah. Yep. I like that. We sure do. We, we went around like two times. Quite a few times. And then uh-huh. at the house, mm-hmm. went around the yard. Yep. Yeah, we try to get out as much as we can with the horses, too. There's a lot to juggle. <laughs> there is. And speaking of that, I know you guys are on your way. You guys have to go to your appointment for your gymnastics and ninja. So we hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast and encourage you to share with all of your equestrian family and friends. You can tune into Late Night Riders podcast show every Friday night. Each episode will be uploaded exclusively on YouTube, where you can subscribe to our channel and stay up to date with all of our latest shows. Do you have a topic you'd like to discuss? We want to hear from you. You may email us at podcast at or feel free to leave a comment below. Thank you again for listening. <laughs>